Hi there, and welcome to the Accepted Authority podcast. My name is Greg Roworth, and each week I'm your host on the Accepted Authority podcast, where we discuss challenges around growing your professional service firm, your consultancy practice, and discuss particular strategies focused on becoming positioned as the accepted authority in your market. In this week's podcast, I'm going to talk about selling your service with power and authority. And what I'm going to cover here is some of the challenges that I think need to be addressed when you consider how you approach the market and how you operate as you get towards a sales meeting and into a sales meeting with potential clients in a way that sets you up to be the saviour rather than the servant in that situation. And when I say be the saviour rather than the servant, what I see happening in a lot of consultancy practices and the way they operate in a sales meeting is that they tend to be there to give the client what they want. And because they don't operate with power and authority in that situation, they tend to be regarded by the potential client as the servant. And consequently, as a servant, the client is asking the consultant to give them what they want. And typically, what happens is that the consultant will discuss what the client wants, give them a proposal about what they want, and hopefully get the work to give them what they want. Now, if you operate in a position of authority in that situation, you're the expert. You are the one who really knows what the client needs. So rather than operating around giving the client what they want, you need to be in a position to influence the buyer's thinking and the buyer's framework around what they think they want and discover what they really need so that you can give them your best service so that you can actually give your client the result they're really looking for rather than what they thought they wanted you to do for them. And when you're able to flip that dynamic to be be the saviour in that sales situation rather than the servant, you have much more ability to use your power and authority in that situation to, to actually provide your clients a much better level of service than what they thought that they wanted from you in the first place. So to sell your service with power and authority is really where you need to be looking. And what I figure in most situations is that as consultants, we go into a sales meeting, typically not really understanding the dynamics that we meet. We go into a sales meeting, and often this comes about because typically our sales meetings are the result of a referral that we've received. So our potential client has either built a level of trust in what we do because someone they know has 
had our service, has achieved a result, and has told the new potential client, hey, you've got to talk to these guys. They're really good. So we go into that type of sales meeting with a level of trust and authority that is typically not there for marketing-generated leads. So what we're talking about in the trusted uh, in the Accepted Authority podcast is typically how to grow your consultancy practice beyond the level of reliance on referrals and, and networking-type referrals where we're getting sales that are great to get. We don't want to not get these sales, and that's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is there's typically a limit to how many referrals we can get, um, and that limits the growth of our business. So at some point, when we want to grow our practice effectively and sustainably, we've got to get beyond just that reliance on referrals. That's where our marketing comes into it. And our marketing needs to be able to attract potential clients to us to give us opportunities to sell what we do best. And that marketing communicates to our potential clients in a number of different ways. And typically, our marketing needs to address the needs of our clients and show them what we can do in terms of the results we can achieve for them. But typically, what I see from most most consultants is that they tell their clients who they are and what they do. And I've talked about this a lot in this podcast in previous episodes that just representing who you are and what you do for clients doesn't give you any level of authority. It doesn't give you any real attraction to your clients because what they really want is the results of what you do. They don't actually want what you do. So when all we are presenting to the clients is what we do, there's a miss match or a misunderstanding typically so they will have a preconceived idea that what we do will give them what they want so when they think they know what they want and typically what they want is an answer to a problem or a challenge they have but when we're the consultant and the expert in what we do often we will recognize that our Clients don't really know what some of the outcomes could be and what they think they want. And typically when they come to us telling us what they want, they're telling us a service they want provided, not the outcome that they're looking for. And that is what really makes a difference between us being the servant when we just provide the service that the client asks us to provide, and where there's no real outcome attached to that. But when we operate at a level of authority, we can understand the client's needs, and instead of giving them what they think they want, we can explain to them, 
in a way that shows them that we understand their problem to start with. That's first base. We've got to show them that we actually understand their problem. Then we can show them and talk to them about the real outcome they're looking for so that then we can help bridge the gap between the problem and the outcome by delivering the service that we know they need rather than the service they think they want. So there's some barriers to being able to make sales like that. And the barriers around being able to assert our power and authority about how we can operate with a level of power and authority that gives us that credibility and trust that the client is looking for is really difficult to get to in a marketing-generated lead if we don't establish a system that provides that level of power and authority, that systematically engages our clients through their buying journey in a way that we get into a sales meeting already having established that credibility and trust and authority as the accepted authority in our field so that our client is open to listening to us and willing to um, take on board our recommendations rather than them thinking they understand what they want and telling us what they want us to do. So some of those barriers that get in the way are, first of all, typically in any selling, buying situation, when we're the seller of our services and we are meeting with clients, there's some levels of resistance and levels of belief that we have to overcome first before we're able to make a sale, before we're able to build the level of trust that a client needs to buy from us. Now, because of the typical sales situations that we've encountered in the past, there's a resistance to selling. That means that, first of all, clients don't believe us. You know, there's a predisposition to not believe what we're saying. They don't believe what we have to tell them. They don't believe it will work for them. They don't believe that it might work at all. Uh, and if they do believe that it might work for some of our clients, we've got to prove to them that it will work for them. And they've got to believe that they can actually fund the solution to provide them with the solution in a way that's affordable for them and more importantly, in a way that they get a return on the investment. So these are all the barriers to making the sale that we need to address before we can establish a level of trust and authority to provide our clients what they really need rather than what they think they want. So how do we do that? If we haven't actually thought about those barriers before we go into a sales meeting, we're going to be slammed with all those lack, lack of belief, if I can put it that way, the negative beliefs that the client has that is really preventing us from making a sale. So 
how to sell your service with power and authority really comes down to, first of all, positioning yourself as the authority. You've got to actively, proactively position yourself as the authority. That means that even before you get into a sales meeting, you need to have addressed a lot of those beliefs that your client will have by providing them with a a level of education so that before you get into the sales meeting, you've shown them that you understand their problem. You've shown them that you are the authority in providing a solution and you've shown them in a way that builds credibility and trust that your solutions really work and they work for people just like them. Now, when you can get into a sales meeting, having already established that, how much easier do you think the sales meeting is going to go for you rather than the typical situation where you get in when the client is resistant and wanting you to prove that what you can do for them will actually work? When you create your authority selling system, your strategic authority marketing system, before you get into a sales meeting that establishes that trust and credibility, it really changes the dynamics of that sales meeting. And that's what we talk about continuously in this podcast. Every episode, we're talking about establishing that level of authority by to be the accepted authority in your field before you get into that sales meeting. And that means systematically understanding what the client needs and what their current beliefs are and how you can go through a series of um, steps to change their beliefs from what they were that are around their problems and their lack of understanding of the right solutions in a way that establishes you as the authority because you've educated them around the best way to solve their problem. That ideally all has to happen before the sales meeting because if you try to do that in the sales meeting, it's a a lot of heavy lifting to really move the client from that lack lack of belief, that scepticism, the the critical um, prove to us that you can do what you say you can do type attitude to I really need what you offer. I think I understand what it is you do and the results you get, and that's exactly what we need. If you can change your client's attitude from that skepticism to that positive belief before you get into a sales meeting, that really helps you sell with power and authority in that sales meeting. So building that system to give you that authority positioning before you get into the sales meeting is important. But then what is critical is that you don't undermine that level of authority and and trust that you've built by the way you handle the sales meeting. And I've seen a lot of consultants doing this in the way they go about addressing that sales meeting. And again, one of the biggest challenges here and the biggest mistakes I've seen consultants make is they get into the sales meeting and they hand the authority over to the client. They get in there and say, what can I do for you? And they let the client run the meeting. 
the, they hand over authority, they hand over control of the meeting to the client. Now, to avoid doing that, you need to go into that sales meeting pre-armed with a system of taking your client from where they are to where they're ready to buy your services. You need to own the agenda through that client's uh, sales meeting. You need to be the one calling the shots. So you need to have an understanding before you get into the sales meeting of what the client situation is. And you will have done that in some pre-qualifying questioning, whether that's done through online methods or um, done in a, a previous um, preliminary sales call to set up the final meeting, you need to have done that groundwork so that you can own the agenda in that sales meeting. When you own the agenda, you can set out what's going to happen in that meeting, the outcome that you're expecting, and asking the client's permission if that's okay to run that meeting. You need to get the client on board with your agenda, but you need to set the agenda first. Then you need to win their trust. And you do that not by acting like a salesperson, but acting more like a professional. And the medical professional is probably the best analogy I can use in the way that they run their preliminary meetings before they tell you their diagnosis and their recommendations. They are in a position where they're having to understand your situation, get to know you, get to know what the problem is in a deep enough way to be able to recommend the right solution. That's exactly how you need to run your sales meeting. That is a way that helps you win the trust of your client. When you can take control and diagnose their problem in a way that even goes beyond their level of understanding and that you can talk about their problem in a level that shows that you really understand them and you know what they want in a way of the outcomes they want in relation to that problem, there's no better way to win their trust than to get really intimate with their problem, their situation, without trying to sell anything at this point. You are not in a, here is where the, the misunderstanding comes from. Selling your service with power and authority means that you actually don't try to sell. You don't need to be selling what you do. You don't need to be trying to convince your client of what they should be doing. It comes about by winning their trust, by diagnosing their problem, taking them to a deeper level of understanding, helping them understand the impact of the problem and what would happen if they don't do anything about it in a way that enhances their level of urgency to actually do something to get the result they're looking for and overcome that problem. And then educating them around the best solution for them. How, how you're going to go about providing a solution or what you think is the best or what you know is the best solution for them, the outcomes they're looking for and how to get it. Then finally, recommending how you go about working together with them to overcome that problem. Now, if you can use that power equation in your sales meeting and operate your sales meeting that way, you'll be able to sell with power and authority in a way that typically 
the way I've seen consultants selling just makes a huge difference in the whole outcome of what you achieve. It positions you as the authority. It means that the client will trust you and will really establish you as the only credible provider of the right solution for the client in a way that makes price not even a consideration because the value of what you offer far outweighs the price. Therefore, you don't need to worry about your competitors and what their prices are. They become irrelevant in that process. And you should be able to expect a pretty quick decision, if not an immediate decision from the client, because you've established that level of value, you've established the level of urgency to get the solution, and you've established the level of trust. That means they really shouldn't have any hesitation about going ahead. When you can achieve that level of power and authority in a sales situation, you are going to win far more times than you maybe currently are if you're not operating this way. You will be winning the great majority of your sales with your clients to a level that really makes your life and your business so much easier to operate. So that's it for the podcast today. Before I end, though, I'm, I want to tell you that I am launching a new program called, surprisingly, Sell Your Service with Power and Authority. So look for details of that. If you are interested in that program, I'll be running a webinar about that um, in about a week's time from when this podcast goes to air. Um, so look out for details of that on my LinkedIn profile, Facebook profile. Um, log in for more information about what we do at our website, businessflightpath.com, and get the education you need to understand if it's even worth your time and effort to turn up to the webinar or to, to get in touch with me to find out more about the program that we're launching. If you're interested in learning to sell your service with power and authority so that you're getting far greater and better results than what you're currently getting from what you do, then make sure that you're on board to learn how to do that in the webinar next week. That's it for our episode of the Accepted Authority podcast today. I'm Greg Roworth. Look forward to seeing you all next week.